A mother's love is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. But can it be perverted? Used for evil? Lizzie's uncle Carlo, a powerful and depraved warlock, sure thinks so, as we'll find out just after this. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Fred Greenhalgh, your host of Undertow, Realm's podcast delving into the weird and the wicked. I'm also the creator of the series we're experiencing, The Well. Lizzie and her unicorn goat friend Kyle stand astride the aptly named Sleeping Giant Bridge on their way to the Fairy Queen's court. This locale has stood silent for countless millennia, but never before has a cell phone bridged the worlds of human and fae, and they will soon be dealing with the consequences as we enter this week's episode of The Well. Carlo had told his goblin court that it was a simple matter to have Lizzie's location revealed. And now, with his court all around, he shows them the greatness of his power. Though for anyone with an understanding of family, it was no show of power at all. A mother's love for her daughter is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. It pulls with a strength like the river running to the sea. All Carlo has done is steal that power to meet his own evil ends. 
Gaze into the looking pool. See the mother. Oh, this is crazy, but oh, I have to try. Mom? Lizzie? Where are you? Uh, well, that's a little hard to explain, Mom. There. There. She's connected. Don't you see? You are a great warlock, Carlo. Never doubt it. I can't take this from you, Lizzie. I don't have many rules, but this one is real and I mean it. Come back now. I can't, Mom. You don't understand. Stop talking back to me. The Bridge of the Sleeping Giant. They're almost to the edge of the Enchanted Forest. Wargs, hurry! You must overtake them! The rock will bring you! Yes, Lord Carlo. We will not fail you again. Come, Wolf Brothers! Lizzie and Kyle rush, rush, rush across the spine of the not-so-sleeping giant. What used to be a bridge is starting to resemble a cliff's edge, rising, getting steeper and steeper. Lizzie struggles to hold on. Her fingers start to slip from Kyle's fur, and just when they think they've made it to the far edge, the giant stands tall. Lizzie thinks that this is the end. After all she's been through, now is the moment they go plummeting from the giant's back into the world below. Will they instantaneously splatter when they hit the river below them? <gasps> yes, you do want to fly with me! Oh, goody! It's the wind elemental. The wind wraps Lizzie and Kyle up like a blanket and dances with them across the gap, dropping them softly onto the far end of the bluffs. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, Wind. <laughs> Come play again sometime. Yeah, well, uh, um, maybe. <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> and with that, the wind is off, flittering away to dance with someone else. Lizzie and Kyle breathe a sigh of relief, but they're not out of the woods yet. <gasps> The giant cups his hand and slams it down around Kyle and Lizzie. They're trapped. Trapped from escaping and trapped looking at his gigantic ugly mug. Eat you, I suppose. Now why eat them when you could have me? I mean, you've got a human girl there who is really just skin and bones, and that goat. I know for a fact he's over 500 years old. He'll break your teeth. 500. And why should I eat you instead? I mean, look at me. I'm handsome. I'm young. I'm supple. 
What kind of self-respecting giant would eat an old goat when you could have a young weasel? Hmm. My mother once had a saying. A goat and a girl in the hand beats a weasel in the bush. Nope. I'll pass. But what did your mother say about weasels who could play the fiddle? Fiddle? There once was a great sleeping giant, hiddly hilly I hey. He was a mighty handsome giant, hiddly hilly I hey. Wake up now, you old giant, hiddly ah. Start dancing now, you old giant, hiddly hilly I. As Garrett starts fiddling, the giant first stares at the weasel, perhaps contemplating whether to eat them after all. But then, as the song continues, the strangest thing happens. The giant starts dancing. Hiddly ho, you go dancing, hi ho, round this valley go prancing, hi ho, hiddly yay. Now, quick! Garrett waves to Lizzie and Kyle as the giant's hands go in the air. With the giant distracted, they go for it. Giant's bridge is on the landing. Hi ho, nothing like this we're planning. Hi ho, hilly yay. Well, I hope you enjoyed the entertainment. No need to tip. Sayonara! <laughs> The giant's angry cries follow the three adventurers, but soon die out. The giant being much too large to climb up onto the bluff and follow them. Once again, the companions think they're safe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Weasel. That was very clever. <laughs> you think I did that for you? <laughs> All the gold that fell out of his pockets. I guess this is where we say goodbye again, since you don't need me. Garrett, I'm sorry. Pardon? Sorry, let me check my ears. What did you say? I'm sorry I told you to go away. You are a helpful member of our group. Mm-hmm. We would like to travel with you again, if you're willing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's a deal. <laughs> you two clearly need some protection, and I've yet to receive enough of a fortune that I feel respectable bringing it back to Mother. Your, your mother? Oh, yes, my dear mom, love her to death. Now, back to the matter at hand. How exactly did you manage to wake the great sleeping giant of Croc to begin with? It's kind of hard to explain. It involves a thing called a cell phone. A cell? What, you were imprisoned? No, it's a tool from her world. It allows you to communicate across great distances. Oh, like a divining pool. Well, a divining pool you can put in your pocket. Oh, well, how fancy. So how did this cell phone wake the sleeping giant? My mom called me. We got in a fight. Your mom? What? I thought... Grown humans weren't permitted into fairy to begin with. Magic rules! I don't understand either. I mean, my phone hardly even gets reception in my world. Oh. It, it's possible that... Oh, 
dear. Yes. Well, I, 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 I say, um, perhaps, uh, I mean, in their world, it's the night of the summer solstice, uh-huh. and uh, a powerful one at that. Uh-huh. Thirty years to the day since Lizzie's mom called me to their world, where I was attacked by the warlock. Uh-huh. Yes. Sounds, um... Yes, I think there are words for this. Uh, ill-omened, inauspicious, inopportune, or how about just a bad night to be traipsing around? Well, the cell phone is a piece of metal and glass. Hmm? Nothing magical about it at all, except it seems like it kind of got used, like an amplifier. As if Lizzie's mom went somewhere where there was an incredibly powerful magical signal, like, um, well, uh, 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 Lizzie. Yes? Uh, did you get a glimpse of your mom in your mind when you talked to her on the phone? Um, I, uh, maybe. Please, concentrate. It's important. Uh, maybe. I think... She might have been at the bottom of something, like, um, a well. (laughs) No, that's what I thought. What are you getting at, Kyle? (gasps) Um, what was that? I don't know. As I work through my mental sonic bestiary of the creatures of Fae, that call identifies us as the, uh, let's see, um... No, that wasn't it, was it? That's a hippogriff. Um, oh, how about a... Mm, no match. Lucky, too. That's a manticore. <laughs> Maybe... Uh... Ah, bingo! It's the rock! A massive bird of prey that calls the Northwest Badlands its home. Unlike the cockatrice, it is not a prey species of the weasel, nor like the wyvern is it known to maintain a home range nearby a warm-blooded mountain. Furthermore, the rock has been companion species with the goblin, used for transport of various goblin allies. Such as wargs. Carlo used your cell phone like a, like a GPS unit, Lizzie. Once you connected with your mother, all he needed to do was look in his divining pool and pow! Uh, perhaps my fortune is sufficiently big after all. We have got to get to the World Tree now! Do you ever wonder who's looking over your shoulder when you're exploring the web? Do you want to keep tracking cookies, curious websites, and your internet service provider from sniffing out too much about your browsing activity? What about gaining the ability to virtually travel to different parts of the world and reshape your internet experience? Well, enter NordVPN. NordVPN protects your internet privacy and lets you go borderless. You can experience sporting events and entertainment that aren't available in your region. When you're on the go, NordVPN protects your data while accessing public Wi-Fi, and in tandem with the Nord Threat Protection Service, protects you from malicious downloads, viruses, and phishing sites. Best of all, this protection is laser fast, so avoid buffering and lagging while streaming or gaming and stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling. If you've never used a VPN before, you may be surprised how much your internet experience is shaped by what country of origin you're believed to be from. I've actually had quite a bit of fun using NordVPN as a learning tool with my kids. We change around our virtual location, go to different countries, revisit familiar websites from a new country of origin and see how things are different. 
For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, your NordVPN account can be used on up to six devices. So why wait? Get the best discount off your NordVPN plan by going to nordvpn.com undertow. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. And there's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com undertow. Hi there. If you're a fan of Undertow, I know you love immersive entertainment. And let's be real, as much as we all love podcasts, nothing is quite the same as going out to see a movie in the theater, the experience of being with friends, getting your popcorn, and the sheer impact of the visual and sound experience exactly as the filmmakers intended. If you crave that experience, then Regal Unlimited just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass that pays for itself in just two visits. See any 2D movie anytime with no blackout dates or restrictions. And when you want to watch a movie in a premium format like 4DX, IMAX, RPX, or ScreenX, your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at reduced cost. And you'll save not just on tickets, you save on snacks with 10% off all non-alcoholic concession items. So if you're planning to see just two movies this month, you need to join Regal Unlimited. Sign up now in the Regal app or on rigmovies.com. That's R-E-G movies.com slash unlimited. Rigmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code undertow24 and earn 10% off a three-month subscription. Regal Unlimited, the all-you-can-watch movie subscription, pays yourself in just two visits. Sign up now. Code undertow24. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. As Lizzie and her friends started running again, Carlo was still up to nonsense. Setting his wargs on Lizzie wasn't good enough. He also wanted to get her mom. Lizzie! Lizzie! How dare you hang up on me! Oh, oh come on. Come on. Oh, stop being stupid. What do you mean, no service? You were working a second ago. Now, ah! now, Sherry. What worries you so? You. You. Me. My, how you've grown, Ace. Stay away. Stay away from me. Stay away from her. Too late. What? No, you you couldn't. I did. Would you ever like to see your little girl again? Don't you dare hurt her. Or what? (laughs) That's what I thought. Now come along. What? This way. Into the quarry. Into my world. Why else do you think I brought you here? You brought... what? I'm I'm losing my mind. Losing my mind. You're not losing anything other than your one and only daughter. Unless you walk with me into the doorway. Now! You monster. I'll take that as a compliment. Shall we? Okay. The second Lizzie's mom steps through the portal, the sky and fairyland where Lizzie, Kyle, and Garrett stand explodes into technicolors. Like fireworks on the 4th of July, but swirling and dizzying, twirling motion. 
You know, there's a family story from my cousin-in-law, thrice-removed Chesla, about a time the sky turned this color. All the happenings were not good. Garrett, it's not far now. We'll be safe as soon as we enter the Enchanted Woods. Hurry! It's a familiar routine now. Lizzie grabs on to Kyle's fur with all she's got, hoping against hope they don't get devoured. But the terror only lasts a minute. They run past a ring of trees and into the edge of the forest. Lizzie expects the feeling to change, but it doesn't. That should do it, shouldn't it, Kyle? It should. It should, but something, something's not right. The lack of fey guards, perhaps, or... Or the fact that the sky is still a warring mess of blood red and purples. Kyle, we're safe now, right? Carlo can't come into the Enchanted Wood. I'm sorry, dear. It seems I was wrong. (laughs) Really? Quite a rookie error, Kyle. The rules of magic are very specific. Intruders can't come into the forest to attack the Fae, but perhaps that leaves a loophole. Loophole. Oh, and they can attack us. Quite so. Oh, what breeding service has come calling. All your least convenient body parts devour free of charge. Come one, come The three companions look around in terror. The wargs are just out of sight, but their voices are closing in. They don't have long. Kyle looks towards the nearest tree. We'll never outrun them. They're too fast and they'll surround us. We have to go up. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm a unicorn. I can't climb a tree. You can jump from limb to limb. If I get to a limb. Ah, so what you're saying just, is... Just give me a little lift. Come on, quickly. Oh, very well. Okay, okay. Lizzie, next. What? Aren't you sure? Shut, shut, shut up and help her. Come on, up you go. Got it. Okay. Lizzie pulls herself up into the tree. Garrett just behind her, and they scurry as high as they can get. Kyle jumping as fast as he can go. And it's quite a sight to see a goat jumping through a tree. And not a moment too late. The wargs saunter along right behind them. Hello. Oh dear Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie come to your bosom friend. <laughs> Lizzie, you still have that ring? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right. yeah. Stay close. I can pull its magic over Garrett and me too, mm-hmm. like a like a cloak. Okay. Oh, oh, perhaps weaving, Mother said, or embroidery, fine trades, and far less dangerous than your father's work. Oh, fine. The two wargs are massive. They stop, sniff the air, know their quarry is nearby, but not exactly sure where. 
come now. I only want to show you what great eyes I have. Oh, better to see you with. And these great ears. <laughs> Hear your every move. And this most handsome snout. <laughs> to smell you. In this tree. Did you hear something, brother? Oh, indeed I did. That or my gigantic ears are acting upon me. Perhaps whatever you heard would be interested in getting a good view of those beautiful teeth of yours. Oh, yes. These? This exquisite set of gnashers blesses this positively, outrageously large jaw designed by the gods of wolfdom to rend the flesh of the largest beasts of fae. Mm, the giant ox of Vildran. Uh, quite. And the centaur, Tarin. Oh, delicious, that one. The Phoenix. Oh, terrible acid reflux. <laughs> Even the errant ogre or two. Even the beasts of night must be taught their lesson. So to think, one little goat and one little girl. Maybe a weasel for good measure. <laughs> Start work, brother. Start work. Shall we get to it? Oh, yes. <laughs> the wargs lunge. <laughs> they leap up the tree, smashing the limb the companions use to scale the tree with a massive forepaw. Then another leap and crash. The warg has stuck his mighty claws into the tree and is climbing it, gnashing at it with his teeth. Kyle and Garrett look at each other, terrified, but it's Lizzie who has her eyes closed, who thinks she may have a way out of this. She remembers the thing that worked in the heart cave. One. Two. Three. Lizzie finds her calm place. She remembers how calm is important to magic. How if she lets herself panic, the power of the dodginess ring will break. And when she gets there, she realizes she has all sorts of powers. Now, don't you feel better? Calm is an extraordinary power in all worlds, and even more powerful in Fae, where one can use the calm to pluck magic from the enchanted land. Lizzie pictures in her mind's eye the furious, burning craziness in the sky above the Fae forest. The flames that explode out when Carlo captured her mom. And she pulls them out of the sky, balls them into her fists. She feels their magic through her whole being. Not the illuminance of the moon this time, but the great, boiling heat of the sun. Yeah, I feel something. It's, oh, it's kind of warm. The heat in Lizzie's hands burns like nothing she's felt before. She spreads open her hands, and the heat pours out like a kettle turned upside down. And when she opens her eyes, she sees it take form. It's a fireball. Oh, my God. 
But Lizzie's triumph is short-lived. The flames she's conjured shoot past the wargs, then boomerang right back at her, smashing into the tree, lighting it on fire. The companions can't jump from the tree because the wargs are still there, scorched but still ready to chomp. So instead, they go up, 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 from precarious branch to precarious branch, even as the tree starts shifting, bending, leaning, still they scale, nearing the top, hopeful they'll find perhaps another tree to jump to before the fire completely engulfs them. And then, enough! Thundercloud appears over their heads in an instant and dumps a river of water upon their heads. The flames extinguish. Oh, oh, we just had this cleaned. And they're glowering at the three of them. Floating over the great oak tree is the most amazing thing Lizzie has yet seen in Fay. Oh. Oh. A, a fairy! <laughs> a very angry fairy! Make that two fairies! Angry fairies, the worst! <laughs> They'll burn this whole place down! Mark my words, Althea! Don't be such a Cassandra, Cassandra! Uh, but we do have to get them to Melvina, don't we? Wargs, Althea! They brought wargs! Shh, Cassandra! You too! Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is one rule in the Enchanted Wood, and you both know it. Yes, yes Master Faye. And as for you... Me? We'll see what the Queen has to say about this. Lizzie's escaped another brush with death by focusing inward and finding her source of power. And she seems to be on the way to the end of her journey, an audience with the Fay Queen. But will all be as expected in the Seelie Court? We'll find out next time here on Undertow. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Well was written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhalge. Executive producer, William DeFries. Associate producer, Casey Turner. Script consultant, Cat Howard. Sensitivity consultant, Elena Fernandez-Collins. You heard Marie Lane as Lizzie. Shannon Campbell as the storyteller, Dustin Tucker as Kyle the Goat, Ella Moak as Garrett the Weasel, Casey Turner as the Mom, Cherie, Peter Burkrod as Uncle Carlo, Karen Lund as Aunt Debbie, Christine Marshall as Medic 2, Garrett's Mom, and Faye Althea, Lisa Boucher Hartman as Gooltree, Cockatrice and Water Elemental, Dalton S. Kimball and Gary Hauger as the Wargs and Goblin Soldiers, Maya Williams as Wind Elemental, Jessica Rainfill as Faye Cassandra, William DeFries as Giant, and additional voices by the cast. Recorded by Fred Greenhalge on location at the Dear Old Farm in Berwick, Maine, and at Mind's Eye Productions in South Portland, Maine, both of which are traditional territory of the Wabanaki Confederacy. Assistant Director, Casey Turner. Production Assistant, Jessica Rainville. 
Dialogue editing by Grace Waldron. Sound design by Rory O'Shea. Additional sound effects by Mind's Eye Productions. Main theme, World Tree theme, and Carlos theme by Peter Van Riet. Original score by Frank Schulmeier. Special thanks to the Kasten family. Dedicated to Nina and Shanwin. May you never forget the road to Fay. The Well is a Dagaz Media production. Dagazmedia.com. Undertow is a production of Realm. Hosted by Fred Greenhold, produced by Mary Hazadolhi, associate produced by Nicole Kreuter, executive produced by Fred Greenhold, Molly Barton, and Marcy Wiseman. Original theme by Hubert Campbell. Find more shows like Undertow by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm. Realm is your portal to another world. Listen away.